Hello, community love listeners. Just wanted to make a quick shout out to those that have been supporting and tuning in. I hope my words have encouraged you and motivated you in a positive way. And just know that I am super grateful. Have you guys ever felt like you wanted to do a side hustle or create a new project, but you feel like you have so much on your plate and not a lot of time? Well, I feel like this all of the time. That is what we'll be talking about today in this episode. I want to share my growth and experience on how to hone in on a specific goal or goals you have without burning yourself out. Let's get started. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Community Love Podcast, where we share information by artists for artists who need inspiration, motivation, and tips to harvest all the benefits of art expression, including guests and topics that serve the greater good, facilitating spaces where communities can come together and feel the love. So a little backstory of my life. Growing up, I moved a lot and I went to many different schools. I always made new friends quickly, but I never really got to settle into my schools until my last two and a half years of high school, where my competition dance team really shaped my identity and the trajectory of my life. Even though the dance community gave me a sense of identity, I still felt like I always needed to do more. I still feel that way most of the time. I always feel like I want to create or I just want to keep moving, you know, literally and figuratively. And then my body and my mind end up getting upset with me, which results in me feeling depressed or frustrated, tired, burnt out. Growing up, I always had a deep love for the arts. I come from a huge family of artists and musicians. I remember at one point, I was playing football, I was playing in the marching band, alto sax, and I was also dancing at all the school's talent shows. After football, I chose to focus on dance and drama class where I fell in love with theater arts. I wanted to do it all, but I was really like spreading myself and my energy too thin. Fast forward to now, I'm working a nine to five. I teach class every other day. I'm rehearsing with my dance team every Sunday night. Shout out to Culture Shock. I'm uh, producing this podcast and I'm trying to build up my company, communitylove.co. On top of all my work, stuff, and all my side hustles, I need to make time for my wife and my family. Sounds like a lot, right? I'm sure you can relate or know someone that is in a similar situation. By the way, I want to apologize to those that have been waiting oh so patiently for another podcast episode. After my wedding, I felt like I needed to reset and reestablish my values. And just like where my time was being spent. Uh, if I'm being frank, 
I was having a hard time writing and setting up to speak because I was being challenged on my inner beliefs and values. I feel like I am finally starting to feel, for lack of a better term, normal. So thank you if you're still here and still listening with open ears and an open heart. I am forever grateful. Okay, so back to what I was saying about feeling like wanting to do everything, but being so overwhelmed that we end up not doing anything. I'm going to share the top three things that have helped me actually start things I want to do. And most importantly, loving myself for even trying. The first thing is celebrating small victories. At times, I want to come home from work, read a book, make dinner, clean a little bit, and update my social media profiles. But most days, I just take a nap, eat dinner, and go to bed. As soon as I started to break down my tasks to at least one thing per day, then it started a snowball effect. Sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to create a to-do list that is way too long and ends up being so daunting that we don't do any of it. I noticed that if you write down the top three tasks that you would like to accomplish for that day and break it down to which is most important to you at the time, then it's much easier to start. The important thing for me was celebrating that one task. If I had enough energy to get to the next task, then I would, but if not, that's still okay because I was celebrating the fact that I was able to accomplish at least one important task. As the days move on, the more proud and motivated you become for accomplishing whatever you can for that day. That allows you to improve and maybe take on bigger or more tasks the next day. Giving yourself credit and celebrating those minor tasks too, such as like taking out the trash, washing dishes, or anything you can think of. That stuff also helps. That positive energy that you give yourself will help you stay motivated and keep you energized enough to continue tackling all the things you want to accomplish. All right. Second thing that has helped me is kind of a no brainer, but getting the most adequate amount of rest and eating on a schedule. This is something we all know we can improve on in our daily lives, like our health and our functionality, but we have a hard time sticking to a routine and making it habitual. And that's the key, making it habitual. I think the reason why we have such a hard time is partly because we don't understand the science behind this, but another reason is because when we have bad sleep and eating habits, it almost becomes comforting to the mind but we end up feeling like crap later on. For example, eating anything up to three hours before bed prevents good quality sleep because your body is still digesting. I have heard this from a handful of other people, but the quality of your day starts the night before. So getting the right amount of sleep and making sure you don't eat 
too late in the night is is ideal. This idea is really about energy management and not time management. Anyone can make and create a schedule, but what is more important is having energy to accomplish the tasks on the schedule that you create. So again, creating good routine habits that help you recharge and move forward. For me, taking micro breaks, snacking, exercise, and taking daily naps has really helped me. It's not a one size fits all solution. So whatever works for you, just try to make that habitual. When certain things become habitual, it reserves more energy for the extra things you've been wanting to do. I would also recommend doing your own research on food science and what foods and eating habits cause you to be dysfunctional. Everyone is different, especially when it comes to diet and exercise. So please do your own research. All right. Last but not least, having an outlet. All of us need an outlet, whether it's playing on a sports team, making crafts, collecting memorabilia, or in our case, creating art. For me, teaching dance is my outlet, where I get to inspire and influence other people with the goal of helping them mentally and physically. This gives me a sense of purpose and it seems to continually validate my mission. When you can cultivate some feelings of love and appreciation for your own work and your own art, then it will definitely help you recharge. It will help you stay motivated to keep your stuff at home organized and together so you can focus more of your time on the things that you love. It's all about balancing the two. You work hard so that you can play hard. Then when you want to do what you love, you are recharged and you can take care of yourself and love yourself. All right, you guys, that is the end of this episode. So if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate and share. It would mean the world to me. Leave a comment and I will shout you out on the next episode. Sending all my love and energy to you. Please have a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, spread light, spread love. Peace.